The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend. I think baseball and I think professional sports, for, for the most part, they've done great. And one of the reasons why is great leadership. And that's why every single time uh, we talk to David Forrest, the general manager of the Oakland Athletics, or when we talk to like Dave Cavill and we do the build, we, we, we tell him, hey, congratulations, you guys have done a great job. And, and I think, David, you got to be so proud of everybody around you. And Bob Melvin, uh, his staff, your medical staff, as these were challenges they had never had before. And you're and, and everybody with the A's and really the majority of everybody around Major League Baseball has done a really good job with this. Yeah, no doubt. It's uh, it's all challenging. It is. It's all new. Uh, everything we've, I mean, man, it's been a long week. Everything we've faced uh, has been uh, has been a new challenge, a new protocol, you know, new new things to deal with. And and like you said, our guys and Bob and his staff have done a great job. Yeah, and supporting your players and the players deciding not to play a game. And I know and I asked Bob this, I'll ask you. You know, th- th- this group and it's and it's been like this for a while. This group is so close and you could see these guys, they're all going to bond with each other and and they'll do this together and I think even something like this can even bring your group even closer. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. And we, uh, you know, I, I think I said this yesterday, this started, you know, well before opening day, our guys, uh, our guys got together for a pretty remarkable conversation and meeting and, and you know, around the Black Lives Matter uh, messages that were going out on opening day. And, and it's continued ever since. I, I know they've continued to talk about it. And, um, you know, and, and going into the game on Wednesday, uh, you know, Marcus expressed this yesterday, they, you know, they had some conversation. They just didn't have enough time, but it was on everybody's mind Wednesday and throughout the game. And um, and they, you know, the minute that game was over Wednesday, they they got the whole team together and, and hashed it out. And, and, and I mean, you think of what's going on around the country with the pandemic. You think about what we're talking about in society, and then all of a sudden, on top of that, now you throw in a hurricane. And you weren't sure exactly where the hurricane was going to land and how close uh, was it going to be to Houston? I mean, it's just it's just one curveball after another for you guys. Yeah, it, it is, but it, it also speaks to the the professionals we have handling things. And and with the hurricane, you talk about Nikki and his you know decades and decades of experience doing this, and he's seen he's seen everything, and then he was on top of this and. You know, the pilots and the airports all communicating and making sure we had uh, contingency plans to get from Dallas to Houston. So, and just, you know, it shows when you have when you have really good people in place who, who know what they're doing and, and act like pros, it, it makes things run smoothly. So, you know, a lot of credit goes to, to those guys. You know, people keep bringing up the trading deadline. And, you know, obviously for, for us and the media, we have no control over it. It really doesn't matter. we're so focused on just playing games every single day, Uh, but you have to get involved obviously. And you're talking to other teams, just tell everybody out there what this trading deadline has been like with communication with other teams, 
versus all the years you've done it in the past? Yeah, there's an element of, uh, of you know, there's so much other stuff going on, really. We're going to throw a, a trading deadline in the middle of all this. <laughs> uh, but still, you know, our group's been great and, and working hard to, to do the research and crunch the numbers. And, and we're having, you know, there's a lot of conversation going on. And, and we've seen little, you know, little trickles of deals being made in the last couple of days. And it's, I'm not sure what it looks like between now and Monday, but uh, but trust me, everybody's finding a way to fit those conversations into all the other stuff that's going on, and um, and you know it's a little clearer now than it was a few days ago. You still got some teams that are you know kind of day to day with how they're playing and whether they're they're buying or selling, and that's going to continue through the weekend, as crazy as that seems. But um, but yeah, we're just it's just. You know, it's just one more thing that we're working on, you know, at the same time as everything else. You know, I didn't think about that. But, yeah, I mean, you could be a team right now on Friday. We might be in it. By Sunday, eh, I may not feel like we're in it anymore. I mean, you just got a couple days. (laughs) With communication-wise, I mean, do do you see, like, a team that could be a potential partner? Now you just got to see how they do the next three days? I mean, that's – Trust me, Chris. That's what we've been doing all week is, is <laughs> keeping an eye on the scoreboard to see. You know, there were teams. There were definitely teams on Monday that said, "Hey, we're going to see how we play this week, and then we'll let you know if you know player X and Y are going to be available." Um, and it's you know it's sort of that minute to minute. And um, you know, I've had I've gotten texts from a GM whose team lost the night before and said, "Okay, we're ready to talk." And you know, similarly, team sweeps a doubleheader and says, "Yeah, we're we're going to hold off another couple of days." So, it's uh, look, it's <laughs> there's only so many games to be played, and you're talking about everybody being a three or four game winning streak away from a playoff spot. So, uh, yeah, everybody's trying to manage it the best they can. Well, and I look at your team at 22 and 10. Uh, the bullpen has been incredible. Your defense is the hallmark of this team. Uh, the starting pitching has been getting better. Your offense hasn't clicked on all cylinders, and that just to be 22 and 10 and knowing that, I'm not sure you really need to do much at this trading deadline because it's kind of like once your big boys really get it going, I mean, you guys are going to be firing on all cylinders. Yeah, that's a nice, it's a nice luxury to have. Exactly what you said. We've played, you know, we've we've played well. Um, our record is outstanding and we know there's, there's plenty of room for growth. We know we can get better, uh, which is, which is a good feeling. And like you said, the bullpen is the area where we've been outstanding and consistent starting pitching. Exactly. Has done better. Sean and Mike both pitch really well in Texas. Um, and you know, you, you gotta expect, you gotta expect the offense going to come around. I don't think Matt Olson's going to hit 178. I don't think Ramon Laureano is going to hit 208. Um, I don't, I'm pretty sure Marcus Simeon's not going to have a 290 on base percentage when all is said and done. So, yeah, we're, there's there's better things ahead for the offense, which which is is good to know because it doesn't you know it doesn't mean we absolutely have to go do something by Monday, but um, but there's always there are always ways to get better. You know, we're we're in a numbers game. Baseball will always be a numbers game, but this year to me, what your season totals are really not going to matter to me all that much. It's kind of like just need to get everybody hot when the postseason comes because that's who wins in tournaments are the teams that are hot. It may not even be the best roster that wins it all, but it's the teams who are hot. 
Can you like kind of, I don't know how you put that into players' minds. Like, Hey, you got to just forget about the numbers and just make sure that you're raring to go when the postseason hits. <laughs> well, look, it's, it's important to win over the next uh, 28 or so games. I will say that like it, the way, the way this thing's unfolding, um, it's great to be in the spot we are and feel very confident about making the postseason. But, uh, you know, your position in that one through eight race is going to be important. And, and who you play in that first two out of three games uh, is, is it's going to be meaningful because we know you run into a team, you know, with two two tough starters. It doesn't almost doesn't matter what the rest of their club looks like. So we're going to continue to go out and, and try and win ball games, stay at the top of the seeding chart. But um, but you're right. I think there's some solace to be taken in, in those guys who I mentioned, knowing that, hey, everyone else is carrying us right now. I just got to get around September 26, 27. Is there a little extra juice for you when the ball club takes on the Houston Astros? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, look, we've made no secret of the fact that that's the team that's the team we have to go through to win the division. I mean, they, they're the reigning division champs. And, um, you got to go through them. And, and our goal going back to, you know, 10 minutes after the wildcard game last year was to win the division this year. And uh, ultimately they're the closest team to us right now. And, and beating them only gives us more separation. So I, I think our guys recognize that. They, they know it's not, you know, that this game is meaningful. Yeah. You know, the last time we saw Ramon Laureano in the Houston Astros, he was, uh, Running at their dugout, ready to take them all on. Kind of, kind of tells you everything you need to know about how the A's team feels about these guys. Yeah, doesn't doesn't that feel like it was like months ago, Chris? <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe it was like ten days or two weeks ago, but man, that feels like a long time ago. Run differential. Right now, you guys are plus forty-one, which is a huge mark. Um, how much stock do you put in that? in in that stat it's one of those things that uh that normally we pay a lot of attention to because over 162 games it 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 is been very meaningful and and those things kind of even out in in an abbreviated season like this i'm not as sure that it is instructive as to you know what level of team you're you're looking at so i mean look it's, it's obviously better to have the differential we have than not and I, and I think in some of the extreme cases, I mean, you look at the Dodgers are, uh, you know, close to a plus 80 almost. And I think you know how good a team that is. But in when you're in that middle ground right now and, and played 30 or so games and you're only going to play 60, you can you can kind of fake it a little bit when it comes to run differential. But um, but it's still, you know, I'm pleased with where we are. I think, you know, third in the league in scoring runs and fourth. I think fourth in the league in, in giving up runs. So it's, it's a good, good place to be. Well, I just had to scroll down and look at the standings. The Dodgers are only plus 86. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, you said last year it was a great line. Ball goes far, team goes far. We know that. Would you like to see a little more contact front, front from the club? We've seen a lot of strikeouts lately. We have. We have. And I think, you know, we know that the, the group knows that, you know, the, the biggest area where strikeouts are a concern is when you need contact to score a run. Um, and, and, and we've talked a lot about 
you know, runner on third, less than two outs, how important contact is. And that's, you know, to be honest, that's the one place where you, 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 you're concerned about strikeouts. Otherwise, I, I don't know that it's necessarily an indicator of anything just in the normal course of play. But uh, I know Bob and Darren Bush have talked to the guys a lot the last couple of weeks about that specific situation uh, and trying to trying to turn course there because we have we've left a lot of guys hanging out there with with zero and one out um, where just making contact or obviously hitting a fly ball is the difference between uh, a run and not. Let's end on this. I, I know your number one priority, David, is to protect the group, to te- protect the organization, protect the players. That's the number one thing. And now we're hearing the rumors about, you know, because the bubble's working with the NHL. The bubble is working with the NBA. There's now talk uh, potentially a bubble with the NFL. So a bubble for the postseason, when you look at, okay, you'll put the American League down in Southern California, you'll put the National League in Texas. Do you like that idea? I mean, hopefully the A's are going to be in the postseason. Do you like that idea about a bubble for the postseason? I do. Yeah, I think, uh, like you said, the, the other sports have had a ton of success with it, including the MLS. Um, and I think, you know, our biggest obstacles have come this year when, when traveling. Our, again, our guys have done a great job, um, but but it's been it's been tough, and it, it takes them out of their routine and they're navigating new places. I, I think there'd be some comfort in just being in one place for the postseason, be able to focus. Uh, on what happens between the lines and not have to navigate everything that comes along with the flights and the buses and the new hotels and new ballparks, things like that. So uh, I think MLB and the PA are working on it, and uh, it seemed, it would absolutely seem to make sense to me to do it. David, we always appreciate the time. Great stuff. Be safe with you and your family, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Chris. Same to you and everyone else. David Forrest, the general manager of your Oakland Athletics. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.